some way, Advent is full of our prayers that we keep repeating. For the Lord to return. For some things to change in our lives. For things to be just a little bit different than they are. This is the prayer of the people of God has been saying since creation and since the fall. For we are wanting something desperately different from what we oftentimes come across. This season, the season of Christmas, can oftentimes, without it intentionally doing so, remind us of just that. Where there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of expectations, and most of the time, the expectations are not met. Some of those very things come in through our family relationships. And in fact, as we go through Advent, uh, during our Advent services, the sermon series we'll be going through is going to talk about family life and relationships. And that is because no matter who you are, whether you are close or distant to your family, family relationships are very real and something you have to deal with. Christmas is about a family, a very different family that there was none like before and there really hasn't been any sense. That in a certain family, the Son of God came. Today's reading, the beginning of our Christmas story, talks about two families. One that we know pretty well, Zechariah and Elizabeth, who will have John the Baptist. The first that is mentioned is actually only mentioned in just a few words, and that is Herod. Most of us know this Herod because this is the Herod that was responsible for what's called the slaughter of the innocents. Where all the young males under the age of two were slaughtered in hopes of killing their Christ child. So we know that he's a pretty terrible guy. That's not really a pretty thing. We know from outside sources, from outside the scriptures, from the sources about that time period, that Herod's uh, madness or began well before the slaughter of innocents, and continued well after. Is that money? He was someone who was born into a very political family, a family that was already vying for power within itself. Either he was going to be born for the throne, or he was going to make his way to the throne. This is not the easy transitions we're used to seeing in the government today. It's full of blood, oftentimes family members and Herod excelled at that. By the time he died, he had executed two of his wives and three of his sons. To show a bit of his paranoia, knowing that there would be no one really crying over his death when he was coming to the time of death, he invited all of the rulers and leaders under him to come to his fortress and watch him die. But as they approached his death, he had the fortress locked. And he had all the rulers and leaders flogged. So that one way or another, there will be tears. That's one way to get your job done. Herod, we would think, is not very nice. 
walk out knowing that the Lord has done something wonderful. As we come into the season of Advent, the season where we're preparing for Christmas, we have the opportunity to bring to the Lord the same thing. The troubles within our own families, our own relationships, knowing that when we look at our lives, maybe they are not promises that he had given from long ago have been made secure for us. By giving us 